This is exactly right. On the 12th season of Tenfold More Wicked, we investigate a series of compelling mysteries from the city of Fall River, Massachusetts, where problems started generations before Lizzie Borden's murders made her a household name. Join me as we cover the misfortunes that have befallen this infamous town for more than 150 years, including the Great Fire of 1843. Season 12 premieres Monday, May 13th on Exactly Right. Follow Tenfold More Wicked on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. This is Karen Kogara. We are in Silver Lake. Silver the Lake. The heart of Silver Lake. The heart of it, knowing because we're by the Silver Lake Lounge. Yes. And the Silver Sun Liquor Store, uh, made popular by the Silver Sun Pickups, a indie rock band who here used they are to, now walking the, across here the street. Here they are. Oh, us. I'm so glad he's maintained his side mullet. <laughs> Also made popular <laughs> if by any... Cameron Esposito. He... If a woman in the Midwest had that haircut, you'd be like, yes, absolutely. They but would... it's Silver Lake, and it's a boy in a tiny jean jacket. <laughs> they would... What looks like a baby's jean jacket. And so you're like, hey, it's a band. If he was in Salem right now, and I'm not talking Oregon, there would be a trial oh, without yeah. a jury. Yes. And it would involve pitchforks being on fire because <laughs> that guy... Is the is devil an indie rock witch? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we are about to pick up UK comedian Chris Martin. What's that going to be like? I know absolutely nothing about this person. He is. I did a podcast with him. They are also on he and this guy Carl Donnelly, who was in the UK. Somehow they did it with technology. To where it seemed like he was in the room, but only audio-wise. I could hear him in my ears. I was wearing a weird headset thing. I don't understand. You were in an isolation tank. The science of it. And then some guy punched me in the stomach like right. Houdini. Yes, very I, important. I came to, <laughs> and uh, they said, you're like the David Copperfield of, of, Houdini, of Houdini's day, which I thought was weird because I would think Houdini would be the Houdini of Houdini's day. Of Houdini Day? Yeah. When is Houdini Day this year? Is it uh, on a Sunday? It's right after Grandmaster Flash Day. <laughs> Have you seen that thing? Sorry, but this is a sidebar. My favorite thing is there's a, a trend where all these grandmas accidentally tag themselves as Grandmaster Flash on Facebook. 
own. And someone's made a compilation of all the times it's happened. So it says, oh, it's like family picture, and then it says Grandpa and Grandmaster Flash. <laughs> it's so great. That means that they happen to be friends with Grandmaster Flash. Yes, it's a fa- they're family friends, but it's funny when you switch names. Oh, I love it. I I'm going to turn down the, the uh, air. Is there air sounds? There's air sounds, but that's only because, and if people need a reminder, we are in a moving vehicle. We're in a moving vehicle. It's February, but it's Los Angeles, so it's 80 degrees outside. Yeah, so we need sorry. to turn the AC on. Sorry if you're ass deep in a snowbank, sorry. Minnesota. Not our fault that you moved to Minnesota. Yeah, you're too scared to leave. You're too, you're too attached to scraping your windows and getting yelled at by your Grandmaster Flash. And you just can hear the clicks of people, fuck you. Dis D yep. D subscribe D unsubscribe I believe D Schneider subscribe. Oh, have you heard D Schneider's podcast? <laughs> it's all about hair and weightlifting. It's all just tube socks. Isn't He's that weird? Huge. You know, I He's hope huge. that him pulling a Joe Piscopo doesn't affect the popularity of the of, of Twisted uh, Sister. Twisted Sister's music. Thank you. I almost I said Iron Maiden. <laughs> He seems more Very like similar. a... He's a maiden to me. He is. A, he's maiden-like. Uh, Chris Martin. Chris um, Martin. Uh, I Not did the their lead podcast. singer of Coldplay. No, no. And I'm worried about uh, making that joke. I'm sure he'll be like, oh, I've never heard that one before. Bloody Ooh. rich. Wait, who's in the car with me? Top drawer. What the fuck? Why, it's me. Chris Martin from <laughs> the radio's Coldplay. <laughs> I'm a real radio head. Oh, damn it. Oh, damn it. That's keep, not my band. I keep promoting a competitor's <laughs> band with calling me what I am, which is a radio head. <laughs> and then those blokes came along with the lazy eyes. No. I'm, I'm so Australian all of a sudden. Uh, uh, really quick, I'm totally on the wrong street, right? Um, We're I, now in historic Filipino town. You know you've made a terrible mistake. Yeah, when you delve into their history, here comes a car. We are here doing a three-point turn. Fast. Do you remember we... We... I don't remember... Oh, do you want me to look up the address again? Um, no, I just think that I turned down... You know uh, how I like to do where I just go down one street? Roundabouts. It's a little roundabouter. You know, it's Sunday afternoon. And uh, I, he'll be fine. We, Sorry. We have plenty of time to get him on his aeroplane. Okay, good. But I had so much fun on that podcast. They were so great. You and I like to riff. I say something. Maybe it doesn't make sense. You go with it anyway. I make less sense. <laughs> Together. That's we are, supportive. It is senseless but cohesive. Yes. Uh, that's how I felt uh, with Carl and Chris. It was really fun. Oh, good. Uh, they were really sweet. We covered a thousand topics, never really concluding one. And uh, that's how I like to do it. It was really fun. So basically, I feel like I was on the UK version of Do You Need a Ride, but in a oh studio. Oh my god, this is like having an exchange student in high school. Did you ever have an exchange student? My mother had two Japanese girls living in the basement, but it was never explained to me <laughs> why they were in the next room. Wait, is that true? It is very true. <laughs> um, well, this will be like that, but I think less confusing. It's very direct. Uh, our podcast is here in America. His is there in England, and now we're 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 fused. We are forever joined. Yes, right through the allthingscomedy.com family. Oh, he's on All Things Comedy also. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's great. Yeah, yeah. This is a cross promotional effort. I love it. 
uh, to remind you to listen to all of them at once, all the podcasts on all things comedy. And, and just because England at one time was our oppressor and was super into taxation without representation, that's not how they are now. You know what? He's right next to the... And look at that English car. Yeah. He's... Uh, yes, let's try to leave your politics out of this. Okay, well, we'll see car. how we do. I mean, he might be There's the one Chris that starts Martin. it. If he's he starts it, I'm going to finish it. Kissing a girl goodbye. Because let me just tell you... Leaping off athletically from a wall. He's getting in the backseat. And seat. getting in. He knows the routine. Um, Hello. Sorry, Hello. The, the blanket uh, might be askew. Okay. It's, it's a bit of a sheet to cover the dog hair. Yes. Oh. You'll see once you get in. Every person has a dog in this town. I it's know. A, it's a, Should I speak into the microphone? Sure. Yes, exactly the way you're doing it. I will adjust the levels accordingly. This might be the first time you've had a grown man cry on your podcast. <gasps> what are you going to cry? About? Oh no! Because <laughs> I just she... said, oh, because you had to say goodbye. I had to say goodbye to my fiance. I went to see her for two and a half months, which is like so long. Are you? I'm that just... is a really long time. It's, I... it's quite funny that I did pencil in the podcast. I was like, this is probably it's probably not the best time to get one. But then I thought. Like it's free lift to the airport. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Let's be realistic Let's here. Take advantage. So you put a blanket down, but then how do I put a, a seatbelt on? That's oh, where. Yeah, you might not be able to. This is of... like a trust game. Uh, Karen, go? Karen, do if you. Hi, Karen. By the way, nice to meet you. Hi, nice it's to meet Karen you. Karen Kilgariff, Chris I'm Martin. Good. He's the guy Have I was you... talking about the podcast I did with oh, the, this is the one. Carl Donnelly. This yeah, this is the one. Yeah, yeah. It was um, very fun. Remember, if you want to move that sheet. The dog hair won't get on you. It's kind of embedded in oh, the material. Oh, that's fine then. I just it, thought, you know. it's a, I'm going to get felt up at the airport by the guy anyway. It might make yeah, it more interesting because right. I don't want to go to the x-ray machine. I understand you wanting to have a seatbelt. A lot of people um, throw caution to the wind just for the sake of our podcast. And it's dangerous. Really? It's very, being... it's very 70s to not have a seatbelt. It is. Yeah. But we're not in a Volvo. <laughs> Let's be... Uh, what are we in? I don't know cars. I'm really this, bad. At... This is a Honda Fit. And, um, good car. Interesting story. A, a, about a year ago, I was in a... Uh, <laughs> I was in a terrific... I had a great ride in one, and I thought, well, I hope I ride in one of those again. That was the story I was going to oh, tell. That's a good story. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's positive. Of, it's just a positive story. It's an story. opening story. Has, are we, so this is... But this is recording, yeah? It is. We okay, are indeed. Okay. We, you are. <laughs> Otherwise, why am I talking into a long <laughs> black pole? Yeah. It's good to practice. It's a good mic, though. You've got proper, like... Uh, game show mics? They are game show mics. Very thin, long, <laughs> thin, with a um, little uh, width at the top, which I like. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I should be doing... Um, what's that game you got? Is it Jeopardy? Is that the game you guys play? Oh, yeah. Of course. Uh, and my, memory, my knowledge of that is off the film White Men Can't Jump, where Rosie Perez <laughs> revises her knockers off to get... One is a quahog. <laughs> oh, Billy, you're so stupid. Oh, sorry, every time I'm with you, I do a, a, some sort of uh, like, potentially like, racially ambiguous accent. <laughs> sorry, guys. We had a racially ambiguous accent off. Did you? Oh, it was so fun. It was great. <laughs> that was a real melange of accents right there. There's a lot going on. It's, I don't really play Jeopardy so much as get frustrated and leave the room to pretend there's a meatloaf in the oven because I don't know the answer. Answers to anything, <laughs> so oh, I go look. Jeopardy's like a family game where when I go home, we all watch it together and compete and try to oh, really? beat each other. It's really nice. I rarely know anything on it. It's a show that makes me feel stupid. Yeah, it's like uh, do you guys have Trivial Pursuit, the board oh, yeah. game. I mean, yes. that is like 
You, I could be playing that for half a day, and I'd still only have three pieces of pie. Is it pie or cheese? <laughs> it is pie. It's pie. <laughs> it's pie. <laughs> I think it was. Is it not cheese? Yeah, it could be cheese. A wheel of yellow. No, but yeah, who cuts up cheese and, and dishes it out in individual? It's not a lot of like green. I guess a monger, well, a cheese monger, cheese. isn't that? Is there pink cheese? There is pink. There's red Leicester, which mm. is from Leicester, and it's red. Where are you from? I'm from London, where born and raised. Born and raised wow. on the playground is where I spent. <laughs> Most of his days, most of most, days, like a, a majority of his days, a lot days. of my days, and and the rest of them were spent on the tube, as we call it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, you minding the gap, minding the, the gap. Time. Oh, so you've both been, haven't you? Have you been to London? Yes. Do you like it? I love it. I well, I love it. I haven't been. I've been to Manchester. We talked about Manchester. Yeah. I only made it as far as Manchester. I wasn't quite ready for the big city. <laughs> Did you land in London and then immediately depart up to Manchester? I went to Manchester. Went down to Buxton. The uh, quaint uh, uh, down in the eastern, so southern, southern eastern, yeah. and uh, it was quaint, very quaint. I saw uh, uh, someone had died in the 1600s, and I read his tombstone. You know, you're in an old country when someone. We don't have tombstones no, from the 1600s. Really. Not really. You don't have anything. I went to a deli of yours next <laughs> to the Laugh Factory, 1926. That's as that. old as oh, our country. The oldest is. thing in this whole. The land. day yeah. our. Declaration of Independence was signed 1926. <laughs> they all had some olives and some marinated yeah. artichokes to <laughs> yeah. celebrate. They were wearing flap. Bob Greenblatt was like, let me <laughs> memorialize. What better way to celebrate this than by opening a lovely sandwich shop? <laughs> Where everything costs $15. <laughs> yeah, it's quite, it was overpriced. The first time I went there was when I first moved to LA, and I was so shocked at the prices. Because it was like, oh, let's just go there and get a sandwich. And then I was like, I have to borrow money. Right. I can't afford to be at Greenblatt. I don't understand, like, canters. You get a uh, pastrami sandwich. It's a stack of meat. Sure, I see the value in that. But $14? Yeah. I can't wrap my mind. Or my mouth. It's too thick. I still don't get brunch. Like, why? when did eggs become expensive? Who decided that you had to... Firstly, queuing for good... I mean, like... It's mental to imagine telling someone that who doesn't know, like an alien. I queued for eggs. <laughs> like, oh, were they really like a rare? I no, like they're mm-hmm. the most common cheap thing you can buy on earth. And I queued for an hour to have the really good. Like, like, on weekdays, you could get them any time of day, but it's just Saturday and Sunday. Saturday it's queue. you'll wait in line forever. Why? That's Los Angeles too, because there's about seven good restaurants. Really? And that's where everyone goes. I think. Yeah. As it maybe it's the stereo. I think all the food I've eaten is nice in this town. Yes, you haven't do. eaten anything bad. I've, I've, I'm from London, and we have. Well, I'm from England, which is you guys always take the piss out of us for our, our cuisine. But I see, I'm uh, like now I'm like fair enough, guys. You know, <laughs> you know what? I there were things, and I was like the traditional English breakfast. I'm not that big of a fan of canned beans uh, and my breakfast floating upon. There are certain yeah. things yeah. I was like, I don't get it. It's a sea of beans. It's too it's wet. History food. Too wet. Yeah, I guess that's true, actually. Yeah, it's quite a wet. But I had a lot of great food, too. Oh. It just depends on what you're used to eating. Sure. It's another country, for God's sake. A lot of people don't realize that. <laughs> what? Are, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I know. I had no idea. You did not yeah, know you were totally a global different. traveler. Oh, Far yeah. away. How, yeah. how long were you here, Chris? I was here, this is three weeks to the day. Three weeks to the day. And I'm on the. I'm not going home. I'm going to Australia, so I'm going... Nice. To do I'm, comedy? To do comedy, to do some jokes. It's... Uh, person who booked the flights uh, I've had an absolute mare 
Did you hear the phrase? It's short for nightmare. Sure. Uh, you no. Know, rather than like, is that like a female horse? Yeah, I think a it's a mare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's good if but I. It's had, also just a time saver. It's good to buy one so you could say that. But I've had a mare who's like, oh, what's wrong? No, I have, oh, look. Check it out, guys. You can stroke it and everything. Nine hands high. Um, I, um, I thought LA was en route. It is on the way to Australia when you are booking the fastest. As route, the crow some, flies. Sometimes the cheapest flight is not. Somehow, more fuel in the air equals... A, that doesn't make any sense to me now I think about it. I'm going via Abu Dhabi. So I'm going like I'm going past the UK. Wow. So I'm going to Abu Dhabi, which is 14... I didn't adjust... You know, I didn't even check. It's 14 hours there, two hours, and then it's like another... I guess another 10 hours or something. So what do you do? Wow. You just take sleeping pills. Are you going to pop some pills? Well, this is... I was... I, I, I don't normally do... Stuff like that. I'm trying to never really take. I'll it. tell I you why. Like I, a pill in this country. If I d- if I take sleeping pills and then I'm on a plane, I'm liable to have some mares. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is what someone said to me. My friend went. I was like, "What's a good? Because I know you can get stronger like stuff here." Yeah. And everyone's like, "We can probably get you some Valium or something." But that's prescription, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And then my friend went, "I'll give you some Ambient." And then someone told me there's like stories of people on Ambient like having sex and not remembering I'm like oh, an yeah. aeroplane is the worst place to be no. or the best excuse it's best the ex- most uncomfortable place to accidentally have sex because someone has to nonchalantly drag your limp body to the bathroom <laughs> this, this isn't something I usually make jokes about yeah, of course yeah that's uh, this I mean given is it used as a, recent as a roofie, is it over here? I think it's roofie rohypnol ketamine well what did I be? I was given <laughs> once in Florida no I believe I was given uh, just a classic roofie. For real? The one, yeah, you but never like, heard that? I woke up and the guy was on the other oh, side of the room. yes, that's oh right. God. Yeah, there was a guy on the other side of the room pleasuring himself. <laughs> I was fully clothed. Whoa! But it's a story for another time, no, Chris. No, it's a story for right now. <laughs> ah, I've told it before on a uh, podcast called Horrifying Road Stories that almost <laughs> made you quit. Oh, my God. Kind of a long name for pod. No, Murray Valeriano's podcast, Road Stories. I told it on there. I just... Uh, Spent a night out with a group, ended up with one person from that group. This guy uh, did some drugs. I don't usually do drugs. Uh, uh, something he did something on purpose to make me uh, fall asleep or fall down. I woke up and I was against a chair, oh my, uh, my neck against a chair, laying down. Couldn't feel my body. Couldn't oh move. And he was, but I knew he was masturbating. And then he just kept saying, "I'm not gay." I'm not, oh. And I'm like, well, that's not the issue right now. It's that I really wish you could stop doing what you're doing. Wow. It was horrifying. And then he agreed to give me a ride to the airport because I knew I was going to miss my flight. But that's he left. What, that's what happened with us, guys. Yes. That's how I got in the car. <laughs> I that's don't even how have this a, podcast was born. That's what made my fiance broke up, guys. And, and not to feverishly change the subject, uh, but we are going to get you to your plane on time. And also pump the gra- uh, grapes. Pump the grapes, as Pump the they grapes. say at a wine factory. Yeah, I was going to say. Pump the break. Did you just say you and your fiance broke up? What? No, no, no. Oh, no. God. I thought that's what you just no, said. No, that would be, that would be, I'd be way too casual about that. No, we just, you know. <laughs> break you know, it off. Uh, We're you, just not in close proximity for right. yeah. months. Okay, you it's said a. Good a test, though, isn't it? You said an English version of that, and like every time Rosie Perez speaks, I did not understand. <laughs> okay. So you're just you guys were sad because you won't see her for a while. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. And she lives here. Well, she's just sort of moved to. She's an actor, so she's a. She's going to be a movie star like everyone in this town. <laughs> slash, maybe you know, working at a brunch shop soon. Who knows? But 
It's good business. It's a land of opportunity, guys. You can do yeah. both. What I love about the sound is everyone has like nine jobs. Like, be like, even like a famous director also sells vintage clothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. You got to. It's, you got to do it's it all out about of your safety car nets. Yeah. It's amazing. I like, like, I don't. I didn't realize this about this town. It never really struck me. So we were staying east in Silver Lake, and I figured like, it's so lovely. And I was like, I haven't seen like much poverty at all. And then someone said, you just put all the poor people below like a certain block in the south. Mm-hmm. And then that's, so that's like a weird, that's not very London. So London is like, you can go one street, you can be affluent next one. But here is like, I must have just stayed in the in the nice part, like north, west to you east. You were in the nice Not intentionally. I, don't, right. I wasn't like, I don't want to see poor people. I just didn't get told to go anywhere like that. Yeah, it's easy to do in this town. It's kind of weird. That it way. is, yeah. You can, you can walk... Uh, Two block where I live, you can block two block two walks in one direction, <laughs> and see yeah, just destitute people stabbing each other, and then the other direction, it's uh, regentrified or whatever. It's like Amsterdam in the wire, like for real. Yeah, where you just let. So would I like if I drove into like, well, give me a dodgy area. Um, we we're go gonna drive one? kind of through one oh, on cool. the way to the airport because near the airport, which I think is kind of true in every city. Near the airport, it gets a little risky. Yeah. That's where Compton is and where is South that, uh, Central is. Is that where you do the old press down the old... I don't know why I did that. Like, you had to hear me do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but sound effects. Sound right. effects, guys. This is... Come on. But many dimensional, this podcast. <laughs> well, I was going to say, like, 4D, and I thought that's not... That noise is not included in the 3D, <laughs> 4D spectrum of stuff. I do believe it's one of the dimensions. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, sound, there's sound, there's sight, there's taste. <laughs> I don't know, DVDs are yeah. very high-tech these days. Have you had the new tasteable DVDs? A t- a tasteable DVD, DVD. yeah. But, but yeah, don't worry. We'll drive by, by a poor neighborhood and you can oh, yeah. click the windows in front of a family of four. And they're going to think we're so rich. With mic- <laughs> we, we're talking to microphones to each other. Yeah. <laughs> These guys, they use unnecessary electronics when having just a normal conversation <laughs> in the car. We just got passed by a quiz show. Was that Cash Cab? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's our ticket out of this hellhole, <laughs> they'll for, say. Is that ben Bailey does that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he did. I remember watching him years ago in the UK. He's very funny. Man. Oh, really? It's funny because I only know him from that show. I've never seen his stand-up comedy. It's good stand-up. I remember, Is like, he? I was used to go like when I was underage. When I before, just before I started doing stand-up, I used to go and watch at the local club in West London. And he was, he, he was like, I must have just like, I don't think he went loads, but he must have been on like twice in six months, and I saw him both times. And very like you guys, very well written, tight, good stand-up. It's good stand-ups, Americans. You guys know how to write some good jokes. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like almost most Americans that are worth their salt or know comedy look up to English situational and sketch comedy. Oh, yeah. uh, And have tried to mimic it even. Uh, And I think that maybe what my experience in the UK was that Everyone kind of looked up to English stand-up or American stand-up. English, God. I so you mean even... in the in England we looked up to American stand-up? Do you feel that? Uh, maybe I feel it's like the case? Uh, yeah. That I think you guys have got at the top of the game. You've got some fantastic stand-ups. But right. It's, uh, there's a lot of middle ground. Though. No, there's like uh, I think the cliched like what I would say is like what I'd imagine is like a a bad version of American stand-up with some guy going like. Uh, 
So my mom's Puerto Rican and my dad's Irish, so <laughs> drinks around me. Yeah, yeah. And I'm cleaning stuff. I don't know, like whatever. Like that's actually a good there's, opener. There's yeah, all right, there you go. That's the, the. It's always my dad's. This that's in my. That's like I'm, I bet. Like if I, I went, I've been to many clubs here and I have not seen someone do that. So like it's probably yeah. quite an 80s or 90s reference. But you're I've re- seen people do. There, it's the. Let me tell you a little bit about myself yeah, as a weird. starter. It's or? such a weird. It's like just. Just by t- by being on stage talking, you are doing that. It's a funny yeah. Just go. It's like me going. I'm about to say a sentence, and then <laughs> yeah. just then saying a sentence. Get ready. If you here go, it comes. Are you ready for some jokes, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Before I start them, let me just remind you that I look like a cross between so and so and so and so. I love. Yeah. Let's this, get this started. Acid. What's it, that? Do you, do you guys have um? <laughs> Someone, someone's let themselves go a bit, or is that a phrase you don't have? A uh, yeah, like, yeah. oh, I look like Willy Wonka yeah. on a tired day. So, yeah, I've always <laughs> wanted to go on and go, like, I know you guys, it was always, I know what you're thinking, and yeah. then you, mm-hmm. because no one's actually, and then I want to go, I know what you're thinking, Danny I, Glover's let himself go a bit, and then they'd be like, what yeah, the that's fuck not funny to me because I was actually already thinking that. How is that a joke if it's already <laughs> a thought? You're just stating the obvious. Yeah, yeah did, you're not, you didn't surprise me with a new idea. <laughs> if you go to like a comedy class that teaches stand up, which there's a lot of them. Oh, yeah. In LA. There's so many classes in there. It's brunch and classes. That's what you guys do. <laughs> there and should yeah, be brunch, brunch class. class. Brunch class. Yeah. Just First rule of brunch class. How to wait charge $12 for eggs. What to order? <laughs> Second rule. Don't tell anyone about <laughs> brunch class. Somehow not telling people makes it more in demand. It would, <laughs> come there. it would be amazing if you got to brunch class and it was just bare knuckle fight, fighting. Oh, that would be great. I haven't seen, yeah. I've seen minimal violence here. I expect to see many. I did see police... Uh, uh, questioning with two two guys with handcuffs on. Oh well, were Question. they at least Just, being assertive? Uh, yeah, they 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 weren't holding them tightly. Like, okay, you, there has been a lot. So of you saw maybe verbal violence. Yeah, no, they they had them against the wall though. Which well, is, a lot of times words hurt as bad as stones yeah, or sticks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the the saying is not, um, words will never hurt you or sometimes hurt you. I think I had a stroke because uh, for the last 10 minutes, I haven't been able to complete a thought. Mm-hmm. Have you known it? Am I flush? <laughs> it's a no. Sunday. It's a day of rest. Yeah, no, Your you're pupils right. are both very dilated, but other than that, you seem are fine. They, I had a birthday party last night, Chris. For your and, birthday? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And uh, Karen got me a jar of, I believe, moonshine with maraschino cherries in it yeah. that uh, soaked up the liquor. And I was eating them like uh, I was eating popcorn at a tense movie. Did you uh, get super fucked up on those cherries? I got, uh, you know what? I You don't be handing me moonshine cherries. Yeah. Wow. I've always said that. Yeah, you have. It was a great gift. I thank you for it. The, the American stereotype we have of you guys not being able to to drink alcohol sounds about right when you get pissed on cherries that yeah, is yeah. Well, I you got mean, drunk on fruit they <laughs> were very <laughs> but moonshine cherries it is it, it was, so moonshine is where you make it in your bathtub yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's, that's like kind of a tubes typically hillbilly yeah a like hydraulic. X's on a jar yes a pump out by a woodshed takes tastes like hairspray so how did you make it Karen I bought it. It was like oh, what? My, yeah. there's a liquor store around the corner from my house, and at Christmas time I went in there trying to get a last minute gift for my friend, and they just had this whole display of cherries soaked in moonshine, and I just thought that's that's everything. That's what everyone wants. So I just keep going back to that display. Karen doesn't drink, so she actually isn't sure what everyone wants. <laughs> I'm giving them what I want yeah. secretly. You I want would get so fruit. so fucked up. On if those I cherries. was gonna, because I don't drink, if I was gonna drink, I would eat 
it. <laughs> yeah. you're yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Just but brunch, just alcoholic brunch. Yeah. The point is, it was my birthday. There's friends there, some I haven't seen in years. And uh, I got a little excited, and I tried to drown it with different types of liquor. Yeah. Everybody did. What it time did it finish? It, uh, at a normal hour. At a normal hour. We it's shut reasonable. it down. Can I, um, I went to, for my final night in Los Angeles, to what I guess would be described as, like, Hollywood-like parties. Like, mm-hmm. And just, like, I went to a Super Bowl party before with... Um, do you guys know Dave Holmes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's a Dave nice, Holmes. super nice guy. And the best. Me to, and it was, like... His friend Josh's house, and there's like loads of guys who did improv, and she got, so it's just so fun, like such a nice vibe. Yeah, like mainly comedians. Like I'm not saying comedians are a high breed of people, but I'm just saying like just easy to just people think we're all awkward and stuff, and we have moments of that, but or we depressed. can also just, just yeah. have a chat. Like we don't care so much about who someone is or whatever. But then last night, me and Hannah went to two, and um, I just. It was really odd. Like, it was... <laughs> I didn't see that many famous people there. But then I comically, with one guy, I recognised him. And I thought i just recognised him from, like, Britain. Right. From, like, a comedy... Like, knowing a comedian and sure. helping at a comedy. I was convinced that was it. <laughs> and I went, do you work in comedy? And he was like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, cool. Do you like... Uh, do you know Tiff Stevenson, who's just, like, a female comedian? Yeah, yeah. Quite well. And he went, no. I go, have you ever worked... Have you been at Old Rope? This comedy he goes, like, no. So what do you do in comedy? He goes, oh, I like write with um, Steve Coogan and David Steele. <laughs> and then I was, I realised... Was it Rob Brydon? I'd seen him in an episode of Alan Partridge and I was just <laughs> speaking to a guy I recognised on TV and I must have looked like I'd just done that, like, <laughs> fake thing yep. to then... And it was right by the toilet and he was in front in the front of the queue for the to- and I wasn't even queuing I was waiting for Hannah so I'm just standing oh, that's and now I realize how psychotic it is and I'm standing up at the front of the queue for the toilet not needing the toilet grilling him and then the toilet became free and I went you can now go to the toilet that's so funny I love when that I was jogging on the beach as I do uh, once every three months yeah, and I passed a guy that I thought I knew and I was like hey I said it with such convincing familiarity it's like hey and he's like oh hey and he jogged by, and then we both realized. I realized, oh, that's Josh Brolin, famous actor. <laughs> oh, yes. Wow, and that's he, a good one. He realized, oh, I don't know that guy. He just thought he knew me, <laughs> yeah. and so we just both at the, at the peripherally. I just saw him just kind of exhale and shake his head. <laughs> oh, Very it's great, disappointed. It's great you were jogging though, so you could make a fast. Yeah, yeah. Hey, okay. we both like to stay active. Hollywood, yeah. huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, I did that in the grocery store parking lot with a guy that I. The second I saw him, I was like, that's my friend's friend. I know him from a party or something. So we said hi to each other. And then in the store itself, we kept walking by each other. And finally I said, you're friends with my friend CJ, right? And he goes, no. And I said, oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought I knew you from a certain like circle of friends. And he was like, no, you look familiar to me too. And we had like this weird conversation. And then as I was talking to him, I realized he was from Snakes on a Plane, which I had just watched the (laughs) night before. He was the snake expert from Snakes on a Plane who's like, he's the best one in the whole movie. (laughs) So hilarious. And it was the most embarrassing thing. Like, as I was talking, I was like... You're from the movie I watched last night. So did he lie and say, or do you think you were familiar to him as well? No, I'm sure he was lying. He's trying to be polite to a girl that wouldn't stop saying hi to him, oh, basically. He goes, I know you too. Oh, you know what? I'm wrong. I don't know you. You're just the person that enjoyed me in Snakes <laughs> yeah. on a Plane. 
I from mean, the privacy of your home. How many compliments does he get about that film, though? So he would he probably not a ton. I don't know. I don't know. I bet he doesn't get as as many compliments as there were snakes on that motherfucking no. plane. On that motherfucking plane. Now, Chris, if there were snakes on your plane that yes. you're about to take, the plane you're about to, oh, not yeah. to make you what nervous. What would I do? What would your reaction be? I, I think I don't know really. Like many snakes on the. Yeah. A whole bunch. Like motherfucking A snakes. gaggle of fucking motherfucking snakes. I, yeah. I think I'd use everything near me to hit them and before I got very quickly overpowered. Yeah. I think enough of any, no matter how small it is, if there's more than about three of them, like you, toddlers, three, over three toddlers coming for me and <laughs> they really want it, I'm dead. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. they're not snakes anymore. You're talking about human babies? So talking about human babies. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, that actually might happen. That could, yeah. that, you that know could, what? It should happen. And you're just... Happen. You're gonna hit them. You're gonna. I'm just try gonna. I'm you, gonna use stuff around me. This, the, I think the end of the seatbelt. If they come close <laughs> that's enough, there's good. a nice bit of purchase on it. Well, be, you can get a bit of leverage <laughs> off the kind of. Be seat. sure before you do Slip that. Around. Pay attention to the stewardess's, uh, you know, example of how to use that seatbelt because you don't want to hit the baby wrong with it. Yeah, you, yeah, that's the necessary thing. I love that we're doing airplane humor. <laughs> yeah. Still, airplane humor is. I still think is. There's so much dumb stuff. It's on it. like, relatable. It's, it's like they're always making it dumber. Like there's always something new. <laughs> they do. Although I did. I remember I was going. Like, why do they always check your ticket again? Like when you've done it to the person, you've gone through the gangway, and they often will recheck it on the plane. Mm-hmm. And they've sort of stopped doing that on some British Airways flights. But then someone wrote into our podcast. I think I was talking about that, and they said. I used to work on a flight and some guy was like meant to go to Manchester and end up in like Denmark like that that does happen like yeah. I was like in my head it's only ever happened in Home Alone 2 but <laughs> right. apparently it's happened many different times Kevin it just seems like it's everything's impossible now since 9-11 like everything's so checky but things do happen like that all the time can I ask you a quick question about LAX airport I was there two years ago and you know most airports when you go through the security mm-hmm. you get to the really good stuff I remember two years ago there was literally Nothing. one one cafe. Is it still like that? It depends on which. There are certain uh, you know terminals where I'm surprised that there's nowhere to eat or get last minute food, and then another terminal there's a full on food court. So I've got to start. I've got to just be a grown up and ask. The you person. have a pretty good chance of finding something to eat, but it's and also you're an international, right? LAX yeah. is one of the worst airports as far as uh, human need. Human need. Uh, really human. Uh, being modern in any way. It's just <laughs> an airport that was made in the 60s and they haven't touched it. There's some dust and some. It's weird though. You know, some. There is that one. They put in a macaroon store in that one gate, it, one area that I think is so hilarious. It's like the one thing no one needs or wants. Those fancy. Little French cookies they, <laughs> that yeah. are cost eight dollars. I barely like, know what a macaroon is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I had to. I was like, is that is that's that the little, same as a um, meringue? Like a little no, meringue. it's no. like meringues are those hard whipped cream things. Yeah, and macaroons know. look like they're pastel colored <laughs> Oreos, basically. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, they and they're like, like very hip now. Which yeah. is this? You they look don't like need a trivial that. pursuit version of. <laughs> yeah. a, I know you love a callback, Chris. I've been waiting to do one all podcast. I mate. was all podcast. All I was doing was calling back to things, but they had been said like a minute earlier. <laughs> no, you were literally just starting your sentence again at the end of every sentence. It's I would good. start a sentence with a word and end it with that same word, <laughs> and think it was a callback yeah. word. Just See, a fun I just end. did it. Yeah, word. Like you were on the loop. Yeah. Words, word am up. I right? 
More like, like trivial pursuit cookies. <laughs> See? You did it again. You just did that. This you is just... your passion. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Uh, I'd love a good callback. It's fantastic. Yeah. It just it's... tickles a human in a certain way. It's something about re- you remembering someone remembering something. People just like to be like... reminded that they've been listening. It's yeah. so true. It's, <laughs> a so shared, true. it's about shared experience. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's like we've passed the quiz. Which, yeah. in a way, is like being good at Trivial Pursuit. And that is a callback inside a callback. And then, so, callback. so there we go. We're calling back callbacks. <laughs> callback I callbacks. like it. Layer it. Here's uh, another thing I was going to say about this Hollywood party. Sorry to go. I mean, this is not. A, this is me just. Oh, uh, can I not step, follow, yeah. Who was it from? Because that Alan Partridge, the movie. Oh, yeah. he's the, no, I don't think he's the movie. I, I he love was the just, movie. I think he was, was he in the movie? I think he was just a writer. He oh, okay. writes it. Okay. And then, he, you know, sometimes they put the writer in for a couple of minutes. Sure, sure. And I think he just been in, and I can't quite remember what it was. Okay. But I was like, I just, but then also at that party. Uh-huh. Was he the saw, guy that laughed? It wasn't the guy that laughed. I love that guy. <laughs> remember that Kevin guy? Eldon. The guy who says the racist thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's Eldon. so amazing. He's fantastic. I'm one of those people that is obsessed with British television. Oh, great. I love it. I mean, Alan Partridge is phenomenal. So yeah. Me and all my friends when we were 16 used to just speak like him for... Like and you can still hear there's quite a few, there's a few people to do comment. Got this kind of like hi guys like <laughs> yeah. cheesy voice. Yeah, like it's so fun. To, it's just everything funny. Everything said in that voice is funny. And I, when he sings, when he the one where he entered singing Wuthering Heights, <laughs> and then oh. right as the woman at the counter starts singing, he goes, "Don't sing." Yeah, don't, don't, don't <laughs> sing. It sounds bad. Yeah. It sounds bad. So who else was at? This? Oh yeah, so the first one. So me and Hannah thought, holy pie, everyone just be like mingling and chatting, and then. <laughs> And then we sort of just after about an hour just realised, oh, you know, like we've been giving, we've been putting some good, good solid like small talk in here, and no one gave a fuck, honestly. Like, <laughs> and like I think it was like maybe one of the parties where I guess I was thinking if I had a party and I knew everyone, and then two people who I just we didn't know anyone, but someone has kind of invited me. If so, I don't know if I'd be bothered to speak to them. But there were quite a lot of <laughs> British people there. But we saw one guy who is in the latest series of Homeland. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is the? Did you watch? Did you watch it? I don't. I don't. I watched the first season. He okay, right? He was a newer guy. He's like a military Pakistan military chief. Oh, English okay. Actor. I think he's an English actor. And I went to the second party and saw another man from Homeland. Uh, <laughs> the the black guy who is the uh, head of the C, whatever the CIA. CIA is he the head of CIA in series one. Yeah. Who's an, also an English actor. Uh-huh. Uh And that was. And then the second party was more like the first one was quite like kind of like just kind of small talky like polite second one was like started at 10 o'clock was like people do I, we'd driven and weren't drinking but people were doing naughty things mm-hmm. oh. and then I just you know when someone just kills your vibe straight away guy next to me um, had a pink wig on right which oh, is no. obviously because it, it was a 60s party didn't realise and I just I honestly <laughs> I mean it wasn't the greatest opener for me but if you're wearing a wig you've got to expect someone to say this I hell went, yeah I went nice wig right and also, why? Why are you wearing that wig? I just said that's the follow-up I should, question. Well, I didn't. I just went nice wig, right? Like <laughs> expecting him to be like, oh yeah, like no, like he honestly acted like I'd just asked his shit on his wig. He looked, <laughs> and I was like, and then his mate, like next to him, stopped talking, looked at me, and then carried on. I was like, oh fuck off! It's like all starts of strangers' conversations are not good, but like at least acknowledge, at least go, oh yeah, but like it was like I'd. Ruined their whole party, uh, and then I just was like, you know, when that just someone just rather than I, said, I don't know, just in, I never get angry. I was just I, filled of I rage for half an hour. Yeah, that I noticed that, and that say no one's willing to have any humility. Like people aren't willing to be embarrassed. Like, oh, I know, <laughs> look, uh, I'm 
pretending to be someone I'm not and then take off the wig. You got me, buddy. That, that's how someone would act at home. Of course. Well, but that's also all of Los Angeles. Everyone's pretending to be someone they're not. Yeah. So they can't, like, that's the ultimate. Everybody's at those parties. It's like when Sarah Silverman has those parties and everyone gets so tense and, and crazy. High. And high because there, there, there's so many famous people there. So everyone's kind of weirdly posturing and not really talking to you. Talking in a weird higher version of their own voice. Yeah, kind of louder yeah, and higher and acting like they're having the best me. conversation at the party. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like it was. I don't know if it's because like I was trying to think like is it the fact that because everyone said I'm oh, like LA fake and I hadn't seen any of that in Silver Lake at all. But then maybe that was like unless you're important, no one really wants to. You'll see it at a party. For sure. It's so annoying, though. It was just like, I wasn't drinking, and in my head, I'm like, in the UK, I would have been drinking. But, like, I think even if I've been drinking, and they would have just, no one gave a shit because they didn't know who you were, which was a bit annoying. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm like guys, in the UK, just as many people wouldn't know who I am, but they'd, you know. <laughs> but they'd be nice. They'd be nice. It was just, uh, he was British as well. That's what annoyed me. It was like, fuck oh, you. There's oh. a lot of assholes in this town. I, what I should have gone is actually, nice wig, no reaction. All right, shit wig. And then, <laughs> <laughs> He, he was an asshole uh, in Britain too. He, that's a funny thing. No matter where they're from, that's one thing that a lot of people that move here have in common is this assholey, unshakable confidence. I know. And that's why they. That's why people move here. They're like, I have something to offer the world. I'm and my I, town's biggest asshole. So yeah, I'm going to move to Los Angeles. Yeah. So it's like, but see what I can they're, do. They've been like nice part. They've been feels like comedians. But then you know, I say comedians, and like you know, you're going to get some comedians ego obsessed. But at least. I feel like you could just have a bit of banter with someone and well, it not guy, be... Well, don't wear a wig if you don't want to talk about maybe a Maybe he was like a comedic juggler. Yeah. Or yeah. some kind of Maybe it was his real hair. Oh, yeah. Oh it might God. be. He might have some long oh, pink hair. What so if you it was offended him? Of course, yeah. And he wanted it to look like a real hair he instead was, of a wig. He was born that way and his whole <laughs> life all he's heard is people say, nice wig. Oh. And, oh. and you... Oh, yeah. You're It's like when you're tall and someone goes, you're tall. He's just like... Oh, my real hair, dickhead. No, it's my own beautiful... Beautiful pink hair. My dad was a redhead and my mother was a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> and you're making fun of me again, just oh, like everyone dick. has. Yeah. My whole family. And his friend, his friend looked almost as offended and his friend's like, don't you know about John and his hair? Come on, mate. He's <laughs> got no, feelings. No, don't. That's when you just knock their drink out of their hand and walk that away. Is a, oh, that, wouldn't you, I, I think everyone... Um, like, like twice a month you should be able to smash a drink out of someone's hands and yes. have no ramifications to your yes. how much healthier would the world be there'd be I'd way less it. murder if you could just <laughs> flip a tray that's the best one there's a girl waitress's tray flip it <laughs> leave the building sick of this shit one time I was at a party and everyone was kind of acting like an asshole and this girl Stephanie Escajeda who used to act crazy all the time at part, in a way that made me laugh but she just all of a sudden said well this party sucks and she took a bag of chips and popped it. Oh yeah! Open, so they all smashed, and it popped open. And she swung it around her head like a lasso, <laughs> and chips went everywhere. And then she just went out the door. Oh, that's amazing! I, I didn't see her for another couple of years. Oh, that's amazing! She that's left, a good exit. She, she went left. on the run after she, she Hollywood just, wouldn't let her back in after a chip management. Yeah. She just left and started a new life in a different town. She just started doing some commercial acting. Good. Oh, fantastic. Um, for uh, Lay's potato chips. I was um, but yeah, that was the best party. That's a just great like, exit. She had just lost it. She was like, I've had enough of everyone acting the way they're acting. Yeah. How about I make it rain chip particles? <laughs> I think you need to just feed a couple of just like 
I'm trying to think about when I was younger, there'd be, you know, when we started drinking in the UK, and then some guy would just act like an idiot, but then it would be kind of, it would bring everyone together. I remember one guy in the year above me called Rob Kyle, Robin Kyle, and he was, uh, he loved rugby and mm. loved drinking loads and just being, like, you know, and some people are, like trying to chat up ladies and ladies trying to chat up, and he was just like, I will get pissed. And, just him like Frank the Tank in old school essentially sure, and sure. then he, he came Bye in he's in his boxer shorts he goes mate everyone is swimming in the pond outside you want to come for a <laughs> swim in the pond I'm like no I'm right he goes mate we're swimming in the pond mate check out the pond went outside it was just a big puddle and he was he was in a he was like in his pants just sitting in a big puddle oh. and he thought he was that drunk he thought it was a pond oh, wow. wow which is funny because you guys all have like pools at your parties here whereas like a pond would be off the chain <laughs> to have at like an urban dwelling in London but oh on the left those um, digging machines they look like in um, Beverly Hills Cop 2 when it, he goes to the yeah. scene of the gun exchange is it that is. where it's filmed and, it's probably, and the LA Confidential it is I think it's probably filmed anytime you need to be uh, in Texas for any movie they just shoot that here because yeah. these are old oil rig uh, so what do pumps. they do now I they're don't... still pumping oil is yeah. there oil still under there oh yeah yeah that's why it's so cheap in this town there's <laughs> also there's oil in Beverly Hills there's a oil derrick like that at Beverly Hills High School so in a high school but the, yeah like, like in, an on the, the ground Simpsons where they get a kickback off the government for letting them like dig <laughs> a lot up of people oil. don't know the Beverly <laughs> Hills <laughs> that's why there's no um, public transportation like that's good in Los Angeles because the oil companies own this town it's what Chinatown isn't that what Chinatown's I've about I've heard I, that's what I always heard and I don't even I've never seen Chinatown but I've heard the car companies try and uh are the reason there isn't public transit. Yeah, there used to be trains that went from like wow. downtown all the way to Santa Monica. The train tracks are still there, but they pulled them all out because the oil companies were like, we're getting everybody in cars. So that's what's under underground. There are like subway entrance things that are just fenced off and they're empty tunnels then. Right? Uh, I think they were above ground that's oh, okay. from what I know, but this is this could all be made up also. but there are also in... <laughs> this could be a thing a crazy man in a bar told me and I'm <laughs> this repeating is, this is the research portion of our podcast yeah, I know so mate, it's the same on it, mine go ahead and look say it up say it with confidence and <laughs> let the rest fall into place right That's, I heard this from a tiny little expert that is conjured and sitting on my shoulder currently <laughs> oh he says the most amazing thing sorry now a version of him wearing a red leotard and holding a pitchfork is talking <laughs> and he says kill all the cats <laughs> what <laughs> Kill the cats. Uh, what's, what's that have to do with fossil fuels? Yeah, <laughs> we can, you can burn them, and then are a nice substitute. Oh, that's right. <laughs> They're actually organic. Save um, the environment. Yeah. They are. It's just like fossil fuels because cats eat so many fish, like where they bite a fish and just pull out bones. Oh, They're right. filled mm. with actual fossils. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was probably a bad idea. <laughs> no, no, I like that. Did yeah. they? Like, hey, don't look at me. Look at the guy on my shoulder that's invisible. Yeah, yeah. With well, his catfish-based humor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he writes exactly 50% of my jokes. Yeah. That he I love Most of his humor from cartoons. Yeah. yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. He also thinks that most humans turn into big steaming hams when you're hungry. <laughs> <laughs> but my favorite cartoon imagery is always big steaming hams when you're hungry. Uh, yeah, eating a fish and coming out with all the bones intact. It's the and best. also a pie on a windowsill. Oh, yeah. Floating towards it. Hot pie on a windowsill. Like you and have 
The smell is like a finger that goes under the cat's oh, nose or the dog's yeah. nose and brings it towards. I've been very disappointed by the lack of windowsill-based pies I've seen. Uh, yeah. you got to go out to the country for yeah. that. Oh, okay. That's yeah. where the hobos go. You don't do that in LA. Yeah, someone would probably like recycle that and get some money for it. Like, I think my <laughs> favorite would have to be when you walk off a cliff and then realizing you don't have one, you pull out a sign that says, I wish this was a parachute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you, of course, fall. After a pause, a fall midair to your, pause. Fall to your death. Oh. I like playing the piano all the way off the piano. <laughs> oh, that's great, yeah. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> Could you elaborate? Because I actually... I'm well, not... <laughs> it's like when Bugs Bunny becomes a concert pianist, just, sure. to, just for shits and yeah, giggles, and just puts on white gloves. And a bow tie. And he plays, and then it goes all the way up, and then it just keeps going. His <laughs> fingers keep yeah, going, but there's going. no more piano keys. But there is still piano sound. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's my favorite as well. It's stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> Are we in a dodgy neighborhood yet? No. No, no. That was just that one guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was actually just that one guy. Yeah. He, uh, he, he crossed the border. He actually uh, played a murderer in Homeland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, God, I'm good at callbacks. Yeah, I am good. yeah you are. That's <laughs> oh, not my laugh. <laughs> Was, do you ever do? I always, I think I know my laugh, and then sometimes my laugh will surprise me. Yeah, some, it's just a cartoon character that lives inside of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've had a. That was the other thing I was going to say. Like food-wise, you were saying food's bad. I I thought chipotle is that how you call it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought it was like I it is few, now. I still. I, that's how I'm. I thought it was chipotle. chipotle. I thought it was chipotle at first. Oh no. It was chipotle. As you guys chipotle, I, yeah. One chipotle. time I was in there and I heard a kid. He was about five years old. Pronounce it better than me. Oh, okay, yeah, there we go. I think it's chipotle. Chipotle. Is that why people go just to find? I don't. Guys, I'll have a uh, number one. And how the fuck do you pronounce it? <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I I thought it was like a kind of crap chain but then right. I've heard from people in the last couple of days it's like putting McDonald's out of business because it's got really high ethics and like the, it, it is McDonald's it it's the same parent be, company it used to be and apparently isn't anymore no, is apparently, it true? apparently they've yeah. got someone told me in the east coast they closed a hundred stores because they, they their, pro, their like farm hadn't produced the level they require right. and, and they said we won't serve the food exactly really? they did it's amazing. A, their pork for whatever reason was at a lower they're like we found out they were feeding the pigs wrong so we will not be serving pork yeah it was that that was an issue so McDonald's has nothing to do with Chipotle they used anymore to. I think they used to and now they don't that's what I've heard again little, guy, little guy on my shoulder little <laughs> yeah, no research I like, I mean, so just yeah. yelling sell it sell it <laughs> we're all just passing on burrito, information burrito burrito <laughs> what I think is creepy about Chipotle is I lived in New York like four years ago and everyone in New York was constantly talking about Chipotle. Like, we have to go there. Let's go there for lunch. And I was always like, it's crappy and it has white rice. Like, it's that's not Mexican food. Apparently, the, the, the only thing that makes it unhealthy is the rice. Apparently, the wow. rice is just uh, riddled with... Uh, Chemicals? Yeah, bacon fat. I don't well, know. Well, but then when I got back to California, like, three years later, they start opening all the chains... Then I found myself going there all the time, and now I kind of love it. And I feel like it's, it's chemical. Like it's, it's not my choice. It's not yeah. good Mexican food. Right. No, it's the same reason I smoked cigarettes for twelve years. Hey. Apparently, yeah, Chipotle, like... proud sponsor of Do You Need a Ride? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go get you some. They get really, addicted. They really need the advertising by the sounds of it. Chipotle, <laughs> don't say it, eat it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I. I, I thought, yeah, I like the sound of it. I mean, you never know if it's PR or not, but 
I think that's good. Yeah. That they, they care? Yeah, I heard that they care too, and they were like, I didn't hear that they were closing, but I heard they're like, no, that topping is not Aye. available right now because it's not up to our standards, which mm. uh, you don't hear from a don't lot. Don't hear that in McDonald's. Pat, someone told yeah. me they put beef in the chips in McDonald's, which is a, a funny... You know when you hear that they do that and there's like, how is there not a cheaper option? In, or, the, or in be- the French fries? Someone said that as... Yeah, I think Carl, actually, again. Oh, wow. He read it somewhere. I heard him say it. And so I just fact. saw... Yeah, I, th- I just saw a thing that said there's 19 ingredients in McDonald's French fries. Yeah, that's it, yeah. And, yeah, and one yeah. of them is beef. It's yeah. like... Yeah. Guys... On a liquid mm-hmm. level or something? So how is it's that like cheaper than... It's like an eyedropper of beef. <laughs> yeah, like... For how is that cheaper than just cutting up a potato? Like... I don't know. And why does uh, the meat come out of a caulking gun at Taco Bell? Yeah. Oh, I've never been to ta- 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 Taco Bell, as I would call it. <laughs> Taco Bell. I've never been. Proud sponsor. It doesn't, it strikes me as that's that's definitely worse than Chipotle. It is, and yeah, it for is. For sure. And I am, uh, from a young age, I was addicted to it like it was candy. Because I don't have oh, much yeah. of a sweet tooth, but I do have a taco tooth. <laughs> okay. And that's it's, right uh, to that's why you don't see me smile in a lot of photos. <laughs> All that green iceberg yes. lettuce hanging out of your Tiny. mouth. Just a tiny taco for a tooth. Well, my favorite story is out of Taco Bell. Like four years ago, they did a they did a story that they found that their meat was like only forty percent beef, and oh, they didn't God. know what the rest of the substance was. And one sawdust. of the things was indicated was sawdust. I Sa- swear to God, was it actually? Yes. Oh my God. Oh wow. Yeah. Which I loved. I just think that's... I mean, you know it's bad when you're going there, but yeah. then when you actually find out what's really happening... Imagine being the guy making that. Like, like, at what point are you making that as a human being thinking... Like, I know there's immoral jobs, but when you're putting dust in food... Yeah. yeah. And when, that's... You, when you're putting the stuff that most people try and get out of the house <laughs> and you're going... That should go in this item and in yeah. someone's mouth. You we'll know, if s- you'll save some money and buy a yacht. You're on a, at a conveyor belt with twelve other workers, and your job specifically is to saw two by fours and sprinkle, <laughs> sprinkle the, yeah. sprinkle the wood dust. Tearing up newspapers and sprinkling you, it into the beans. Are you, I know that you have benefits, but are you spiritually fulfilled as a human? <laughs> I like to think that those guys maybe when you know their house is dusty, rather than be depressed, think. <laughs> It's dinner time. <laughs> yeah. Let's add this to the recipe. <laughs> Children, gather round. Guys, we're having dust frittatas for dinner. <laughs> I'm a little bit of an expert. One of my core ingredients. <laughs> now I know why they hired this carpenter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, this guy's squirrel. You know, it's always a BMW. Always. There's a shipment. Oh, yeah, BMW. Yeah, Arrogant drive. Do they drive uh, shittily in yeah, the UK, like, too? Like the big, big to BMW. Yeah, anyone in a big car is basically drives like an arsehole <laughs> Even though I mean BMW- you, you drivers in this country are fa- my favourite thing you guys do is um, like that BMW driver would probably um, happily put that car in a compact space oh, oh yeah, yeah. For you sure. guys don't give a shit about that I, I was driving a compact not. and I was like this is because no one drives one and then you'd see like a fucking stretch limo in it and you'd be like, <laughs> you, guys, you guys are so such polite people in this country apart from like cliched when you're in a car. You're exactly Everyone's right. Everyone's an asshole in a car. Uh, in oh, car. in this town, I am an crazy. asshole when I'm in a car. No one has thanked me. Like in the UK, if I'll pull over to <laughs> so let you go past, the hand will go up. Little hand to say thanks, or a little flash of the lights. That doesn't exist in this country. No, no. Well, because they probably won't let you in the first place. I can probably <laughs> hang out with pink wig guy. He's two of my least favorite <laughs> yeah. people. God, drivers. He really got under your skin. Man, I'm going to be talking about him for the rest of this. <laughs> I want to find out who it is. It's just going to just. 
What if it turns out it was Steve Coogan? Yeah. And then you can't, <laughs> you can't love Alan Partridge It was, Alan that, it was actually Dame anymore. Edna, and I said, <laughs> nice wig. I should have known by that wig. Like, oh, what an arsehole. Barry Humphreys, my apologies to you if you're listening. You were uh, just trying to have a weekend off. He's got, he's got advert. I mean, I didn't know he was so famous. His adverts are everywhere in town. They're like on every... Like, um, have you seen them? They're like... No. Most, there's Does a lot he have of a roads. new show? Yeah, he's got... I must be doing his farewell tour on like roads like this, like uh, more into town. There'll just be a pic on every lamppost. There'll be a picture of him. Wow! I need to look. Is it live? Sh- a live show? A live show. I always oh, think yeah. like, will the novelty of a, just a guy in drag, telling? But there's there's a mark like. I'll never you wear. Forget, off. We're young. We're cutting edge comedians. But there <laughs> it's are still people. Funny. A certain age. Yeah, it it still is funny. To be fair, there's certain things that just will always inherently be funny. I lo- drag comedy is one of my favorite styles of comedy <laughs> because it's people who have had it really hard are always funnier than the average person in my yes, opinion totally and somebody that can stand a man standing up dressed totally like a woman is is going to be hilarious of they're course. they're just going to be able to <laughs> handle anything and be hilarious and have the best comebacks it's my favorite <laughs> they're going to be it. the quickest <laughs> they are we, we met um, at this bar in London it's called Cellar Door it's an old toilet public toilet it's now a small bar and they always have like drag acts and me and Hannah went there and there was such a good like he was like basically he didn't I didn't have a wig but he was really kind of like hello darling uh-huh. <laughs> and he was really nice to Hannah but basically just caned all the other women's clothing I was like are you just a drag act so you can be mean to women and get away <laughs> yeah. with it that's that vibe was, oh I can't believe you came out like that mm. it's like like if I said that I'd get hit in the head that's right right I love I, I like the idea of a guy fully committing just to... a chauvinistic drag queen yeah it's the best it's well, fantastic it's kind of all the fashion world what's really? your uh, just talk a little shop here oh, let's talk some shop what's uh, what's your uh, airline uh, Etihad Airways I don't I don't think they're a real company I and never, never that's heard why of I have it. to go through Abu Dhabi oh, I assume right. um, I think I've flown with them before they're like kind of quite affordable long distance oh, wow. and they're the southwest of Abu Dhabi can I give you guys a little tip I'm going and I always do this now and I, I went vegan in January but whether you're vegan or not yes always order the vegan meal on a flight because it'll always be the best and you'll always get half an hour for everyone else oh really because yeah, you know okay. when they bring the food out the sure. special requests people like such as myself get it early and and because sometimes when you order the meat the one you want is gone if you're halfway down the plane sure so vegan it's a little little Chris Martin tip for any travellers out there <laughs> okay well man I think I will do that yeah do of it of course it's going to be more fresh and they're only doing five or six exactly um, smart so I've no idea what these guys are going to be like I'm going to be on there for 14 hours I hope good movies I flew Norwegian here that's the only way to pass the time is watch a bunch of movies that are edited down movies that you would never have otherwise seen with Bradley Cooper in them (laughs) (laughs) uh, Nicholas Sparks novels (laughs) turned into movies a cab driver actually said he goes you look like Nicholas Cage Uh, no not Nicholas Cage he goes Bradley Cooper and I said is it because I'm just wearing aviators and I have a beard (laughs) and he was like yeah, you have the glasses and the beard. It's like, yeah, that's that's not how lookalikes work. You have to facially have some similarities. I would first ask him if he had seen American Sniper. Because uh, a lot of cab drivers probably don't like that movie. Yeah, he was, he was actually... Um, I forgot where this guy was from. He was from Armenia. He was, uh, what I also yeah. like about L.A. is, like, you've got, like... <laughs> you don't mess around with the names of the areas. So there's Koreatown. There's, right. like, Little Armenia's. Hannah went through Ethiopia Town, and it's like, oh, this is like an... Un- like, we've got Chinatown. It's like Soho. It's like still yeah. an eclectic mix of people. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, quite a lot of Chinese, but as soon as you 
get into Koreatown, it's like, oh, th- this is where you, a real deal. you have to be Korean. Yeah. Isn't that <laughs> like, amazing? Yeah, it's it's so odd. That, it like, is odd. I don't. I just have gotten used to it, but I don't know if that's a good thing. Ethiopia Town, she said, it was like she'd like driven into the front part of a marathon, and it was just like long distance <laughs> looking runners. Yeah, like I was like, that's crazy. That, yeah. that's and really good restaurants, apparently. Yeah, everyone's on that little strip, and no one is holding a fork. <laughs> You really? have to eat with, yeah, they have like this spongy oh, bread. I love it. Yeah, it's great. And you just eat with your hands and you're not on a chair, you're sitting on a pillow. I love it. It's very messy, very uncomfortable, very delicious. That's it. It's I love it. What, I love it. feels like in your belly. It's not about the. the pro- you bet you'd have to queue outside for half an hour. Yes. <laughs> That's the Ethiopia good. Club. <laughs> <laughs> so do you know which. Is there part of the airport I'm supposed to be in? There is an international part of the airport. Okay. Tom Bradley. It's like right in the cul-de-sac of the airport, if Fantastic. you will. will you? Are you about, are you collecting, a, it'd be good if you could collect another comedian on the way back. It would be so great. It would be great. It's hard, it has worked out that way before, but it's always cutting it so close because there's a delay or someone lands early. It's it's risky business. Who, who have you got next? Well, we haven't thought Beyond yeah. you, yeah, that's that. We that's we do the same. You'd make a good Bon Voyage oh. final episode. So <laughs> yeah, this is it. This is, why, yeah. this is it. This is the end of year special <laughs> in February. We have one in the bank, uh, Jake Johansson, that'll be uh, coming out tomorrow, and then you will be Jake coming Johansson. out the following Monday. Jake Johansson is he any relation to Pete Johansson, who is a Canadian no, but comedian? I know Pete Johansson. He's Pete's, hilarious. He's great. Yeah, his um his wife and my fiance are very good friends. They actually set us up, so oh, nice. give him a shout out. Yeah. He's from Canada, right? He is from Canada. Yeah, I haven't seen him in years. Very funny. Do you um, come to Canada often, Chris? Uh, not since I was 15, so I'm going to go with rarely on that one. When, but when you were 15, you were probably like a feature <laughs> yeah, act. Then. Yeah, I was, I was closing shows. And yeah. uh, I got wow. really caught up in drugs and, and stuff, and I've just started to rebuild my career at the age of 28. You're the Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, Canada. I took a few. Took a, I, I basically cool. ripped some crisps up at a party and left, and then I've been doing <laughs> a lot of you? commercials. Oh, that's I okay. thought Stephanie Escajeda was a real person. <laughs> it was you, was wearing a, a wig. Well, now you have so, uh, now uh, I know why you have such strong opinions about wigs. And how you're supposed to act. I want, I want, because you might have some <laughs> other comedians in town, and maybe LA-based people listening. Yes. If they're at a party and they see a guy with a wig, say nice wig and see if it's maybe <laughs> just one of those things that is really frowned upon in the wig wearing community and you know what just in general say nice wig just say, just nice, just a guy. say nice wig say it to a guy that's actually bald that would be fine <laughs> Etihad is that what you said Etihad yeah yes. well, yeah that one there we'll oh. go to the right bit great B okay Etihad cool. Cool. cool I guess maybe like if you said nice hair to someone that would sound riddled with sarcasm so like yeah I was mm-hmm. actually being com- I was being maybe it's in my accent I don't know but he's English I don't, nice wig if you had nice hair yeah, yeah if anyone's gonna understand you it should have been that pink wigged asshole pink wigged <laughs> pommy fuck <laughs> we all hate him god I, I hate e- that guy I don't even have to meet him or see him I want to kick him in the face well there's nothing worse though than uh, should I just pull over here yeah, I think this might be our it's best a funny bet. form of like sort of um, just like negative stereotyping like to just hate all men in pink wigs <laughs> <laughs> all white men in pink wigs I think they, they, it's their time is, we're here we yeah. are here and this is the point Chris by the way uh, uh, just as enjoyable to have you on my podcast oh, thanks, as it was mate. to be on yours you're you're terrific fun to talk thanks to. man thank you for having um, me thanks for doing our podcast we have a and we can't not do our sign off but it involves us honking 
And uh, oh, there's, this, this there's is not going to be good. We're butted up against. I'm, I refuse. <laughs> there's no way you could do it and act like it's meant to be this friendly. This is the point where I utilize my mouth horn. Yes, because this guy will kick your guys' ass yeah, yeah, while I'm I stand by and watch. It. This family, I can tell they're quick to violence. <laughs> this. And I think, I, I don't want to stereotype, but I think they might be on my flight. Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, they're definitely going to go to an emirate of some yeah. sort somewhere. Uh, so, I'd say. So, thank you, Chris Martin, for being on. Do you need a ride? Yes, you were so terrific. nice to meet Thanks, you. Thanks, guys. Um, Have uh, a good trip. Thank you yeah, so much. For have the, the best of trips. And what will you tell everybody the name of your podcast oh, yeah, so yeah. you can be it's our really, sister podcast? It's a really subtly uh, titled Carl Donnelly and Chris Martin Comedy Podcast. Is it on the All Things Comedy? website which nice. you guys are part of as well yes. and if you live in the uh, Australia area Chris will be just any part of Australia guys just, really small. just stroll no, down Sydney go on down <laughs> to Bill Brisbane or Melbourne I've never been there uh, I don't Bresbane? know the name you know Brisbane <laughs> uh, so, so, so it sounds like a hitman that would wear a lot of sweatsuits yeah um and check out Chris's comedy he's terrific yes. uh, you've been listening to do you need a ride D-Y-N-A-R. D-Y-N-A-R. <laughs>